right now. Right. This marriage is struggling. It's hurting. It's it's not perfect. It has some major issues in it. And the framework actually redeems it. It says, we'll take this broken thing and we will help make it better. That's why we right. love the secure marriage framework is because it is so powerful, even if only one person right. is starting to apply it in the relationship. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how to start moving forward after an affair. Perfect. Thank you. When people go to securemarriage.com and they sign up to see the three free videos that are on the homepage there, um, they get several emails uh, that link them to those videos as well as a couple of emails after that with tools and resources and ideas and tips and all those things. This last week, we got a um, a reply back to one of those emails um, from someone who is in a kind of a painful situation. Let me, you want to read that email so we can kind of talk about it here? Yeah. It says, my husband refuses counseling or any relationship course after revelation of my infidelity infidelity one year ago. How can we move forward? That is a huge question. And I actually yeah. see it all the time in my office um, as a counselor when there's some level of infidelity or a major breach in trust. It always doesn't have to be an affair, but anything that creates a major breach in trust, it's really hard um, for couples to come back from that. We know that this person is not in a unique situation. Right. There's two things that she and her husband need to understand that will help them be able to move forward and progress out of this painful situation that their marriage is in right now. One is a concept that we've talked about in some other videos, talked about the three doubts. Right. For those who have not never heard the three doubts, um, whenever there's a major breach in trust, it's always hard for the, the person who's been hurt or or has that has had trust broken in some way to feel open or receptive or right. even warm fuzzies towards the person who's <laughs> right. who's done the offense in some way. And so there's kind of three stages or three doubts that 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 wounded person has to go through. The first one is the doubt of sincerity. That's where if I was the one who broke trust with you and I did something wrong, I can come to you and I can go, I really want to change. I really want to make it better. And you're going to be doubting what? That you actually <clears throat> are telling the truth, that you want to, that you can. Yeah, you doubt that I'm sincere, sincere about that it. I actually want to change. But after a while, you probably will find out I actually am sincere. I have, I'm sorry. I have broken heart. I feel bad. I need to make it right. And so I, I do feel sincere. And after that, we move into the next stage, which is the doubt of ability. So I might come to you and say, I really want to change, but you are now doubting what? Whether you actually can or not. Yeah. You don't know if I actually can, if I have the ability to change. And again, in those first two stages, the trust is still low and the warm fuzzies are still low. We're and, not connected. Right. And, and you <clears> may have even, done one or two things that that would possibly prove it yeah but i don't yeah i don't buy it yet you don't buy it yet no and so let's assume that is i actually demonstrate i want to change i actually demonstrate i can change i'm doing some things and there is actually some progress getting uh, happening and then you move into the third doubt which is the doubt of durability right whether it's I want to change, I can change, but... I don't believe it's going to be a lasting change. It's not going to last. Those three stages, those three doubts are absolutely normal for everyone who's had a broken trust in a a major or significant way. And it isn't until um, the offending party, again, if I'm the one who's done something wrong, 
It isn't until I, I demonstrate consistency and authenticity and vulnerability through all three of those stages that you will actually start to soften towards me. You'll actually start to be receptive and open to my wanting to change, my ability to change, and the belief that it will last for a long time. That's when trust will start to go up, and that's when the warm fuzzies will possibly come back. There is no determined time how long those three stages will last. For some people, they last, you know, a couple weeks, couple months. For some couples, um, it can actually take uh, a year plus. Right. Depending upon the infraction, depending upon what was done that broke that trust, um, if it's a pattern of of breaking trust. Right. So one infidelity instance versus a, a pattern of affairs or inappropriate sexual experiences with other people, um, that falls into kind of the fool me one once, shame on you. Fool right. me twice, shame on me. People don't want to get duped or played again. Right. This woman and her husband sounds like he is just solidly and clearly in that I doubt your motives, I doubt right. your abilities, and I doubt that it will last. And so I'm keeping myself guarded and protected and shut down in some way. And again, that's actually very normal. Yeah. That's appropriate. That's understandable. That's where the second thing comes in here, which is um, even if your spouse doesn't want to work on the marriage, doesn't want to change, doesn't want to put the effort in, still learning about the secure marriage framework, still applying these very proven, uh, research-based, experientially-based, all of these six parts of the secure marriage framework um, will actually start to change you, right. will start to change how you relate to your spouse while they are hurt, while they're mad, while they're distanced. And when you do that, it actually starts to create an invitation, not an expectation. Right. Um, it says, I'm working on the marriage, and the other person really can't deny it. They can't ignore it right. um, for that long. And through repeated, continual, consistent um, um, behavior, moving towards proper healthy behavior, you can actually start to see the relationship start to change. Right. We talk about that a lot, that yeah. you don't you don't have to have your spouse to do the secure marriage framework, yeah. to learn the tools, to um, be able to start putting them into practice. Yeah. Because when you do that, it actually... You, Helps you become a, a healthy human being. Yes. And your spouse notices yeah. and the people around you notice. It's, yeah. it's undeniable the changes that start to happen within you. And when you start making <clears throat> those changes about yourself without someone telling you, you need to change or I expect yeah. you to change or I want you to change, you do that on your own. Yep. Boy, it, it's a like an eye opener for your spouse and that's where yeah it redeems a a wounded marriage right now right. this marriage is struggling it's hurting it's it's not perfect it has some major issues in it and the framework actually redeems it it says we'll take this broken thing and we will help make it better that's why we right. love the secure marriage framework is because it is so powerful even if only one person right. is starting to apply it in the relationship it's not a guarantee i wish there was a magic right. button what we could say you just just do these three magic things and your spouse will fall in love with you and, and and pursue you deeply. That would be false advertising. That would be a bogus promise. And most people realize it's not that easy. Um, it takes time, effort, and energy to rebuild that trust. But trust actually can be rebuilt. And that's why, again, the, the Secure Marriage Framework gives hope to a right. lot of marriages that have felt detached or distanced or lonely for such a long time. Right. I love that word. It gives hope. I was thinking that um, 
that there are probably some people that go, well, I'm going to do this with the expectation that it will make my spouse change or love me or want me more. And if you go into it with the expectation, then it's not about changing yourself. It's about changing your spouse. So you have to go in with this hope of that I'm going to be able to do change my life and change things about me that really need work. And, and the hope that my spouse is going to notice and, and it's going to make changes in every in the marriage. Yeah. Uh, in one of the modules, we talk about awareness plus intent equals hope. Right. I'm aware that I need to change something. I have intention or a plan on how I'm going to change it. And that can give you hope right. that things aren't going to stay bad or, or be as messed up as they are right now. Right. Things can get better. What I would want this this woman who wrote into us to hear, uh, if I can just take a minute, um, this is painful. This is a, a difficult situation, but it is not beyond hope. There is actually a few things that you can start to do, even if your husband's not there yet. We understand um, it is it is uh, actually fairly appropriate for him to have some levels of doubt or mistrust or hurt, and it would be great if he could get a little bit of help. But it's not expected right now. You, if you put that pressure on him, it'll probably actually push him away even more. Instead, the thing that you have the most control over is changing yourself and demonstrating to him that you have, again, that awareness and that intention with a plan, um, and that will give him hope and will actually help him soften. Now, when he does, don't go overboard. Don't If he goes, okay, I might be sort of possibly interested in doing something to maybe work on our marriage, don't start scheduling all the appointments right away and, and getting him. That will kind of scare him off. Um, so kind of go slowly, kind of go on his timing um, uh, so that he can still feel safer and and. Uh, um, his feelings are validated that right. he will understand that his experience actually uh, matters in all of this. And then lastly, um, you actually can begin learning the six parts of the secure marriage framework. You can do that right now online by going to securemarriage.com and just hit the register now button and you can get access to the online workshop. Um, one of the things actually I'm most proud about that workshop is, is it actually costs um, less than two counseling sessions with a couples counselor. We priced it at a point where it is um, highly reasonable um, to get help right away. Um, and you don't have to wait to coordinate schedules and, and you don't have to do 10, 15, 20 sessions with someone, which is a fairly large financial investment. You can get to learn all of these principles, which are the exact same principles I use with my clients and the couples that I sit with. Um, it's the exact same principles, um, but you can go through it uh, when you want, where you want, as much as you want. Um, And again, that will start to be contagious and you'll be able to change your marriage starting today, starting right now. If this isn't you, but you recognize your marriage is still struggling and hurting and you would like to do something uh, to to learn about these um, principles in the Secure Marriage Framework, securemarriage.com is the best place to start. You actually get three free videos. They're going to tell you about uh, the communication uh, framework and how Bad communication leads to conflict, which leads to more bad communication, and now you're stuck fighting in, in that conflict cycle. Or you can learn how to change your communication, which actually leads to connection, and that leads back to better communication, and now life is rosy and happy and all better. And the six parts of the secure marriage framework get you from the conflict to the connection. It'll make sense. <laughs> anyway, thank you for writing in and asking us that question. If anyone yeah. else has questions as well, we'd love to be able to answer them and, and address the specific issues you have and respond to it exactly like this in, in our podcast. Anyway, thank you for listening. And I think that's it. I think that's it too. All right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse.